Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. With more on this, taking Dr. Anthony Fauci's side is Fauci apologist Jesse Waters. <laughs> uh, he is a co-host of The Five, hosted yes. Waters World on Saturdays at 8, and author of the upcoming book, comes out on July 6th, How I Saved the World. So, Jesse? Yes. Uh, I did not know when he said this. I was on a shoot yesterday. Did you guys tackle this on The Five? We're going to tackle it tonight on The Five. So it came out after? It did. So, I mean, your thoughts. You're as outraged, and I, he's the most overrated guy I've seen in my life. So when you attack a liberal, this is what they do. They say, oh, you're attacking women. You're attacking me because I'm black. You're, 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 you're attacking the it's media. True. So they sure. try to then assume this grand identity. You're attacking science. No, we're not even attacking science. We're, we're criticizing you, Dr. Fauci, and he should be able to take the heat. I don't know if Chuck Todd followed up and said, well, Dr. Fauci, critics would say that you did have it wrong on masks. You did have it wrong on how much danger this pandemic would be. You did have it wrong to marginalize the Wuhan lab leak. You did have it wrong saying surfaces are a place you can catch the virus. You did have it wrong when it said you can catch it outside. So I don't know. Did he? I, it's more than likely if he had followed up like that, it would be in the news. But I'll give him benefit of the doubt. He is so defensive. He is also referring to himself. In the third person. If we listen to the whole bite, I'm not going to uh, bore you with it. We got the gist of it. He actually refers to himself, if you insult Dr. Fauci, excuse me, aren't you Dr. Fauci? Well, as someone that likes to refer to himself in the third person, I'm not going to attack him for that, Brian, but you're right. He, he so was you wrong. refer to your show as if you're not on it. Waters World was looking to find out. That's right. That's right. And so, but, yeah, he was wrong on the lockdowns. Remember, he stuffed everybody inside when outside it wasn't spreading. And wrong on hydroxy. Now, three studies have come out that says that's been effective. Hydroxychloroquine. Yes, wrong on masks. He criticized DeSantis. DeSantis was the hero. Cuomo was the villain. He got it all wrong. So we're not really criticizing science. We're just saying, listen, you got it wrong, what, a half dozen times? Let's, let's, let's get it together and get it right so it doesn't happen again. So I'll, since we are not scientists, we could have been. It's all who you know in that business. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Peter McCullough is. is cardiologist, internist, and epidemiologist. And he was on with Laura last night. So... Your witness, cut 13. Well, Laura, as a practicing doctor and as an editor of two major journals, I can tell you, you know, we hear from lawyers that no person is above the law. And in medicine, no doctor is above peer review. And what Americans really deserve to see over the last year is a team of doctors, preferably doctors who actually knew how to treat patients with COVID-19, knew how to rapidly interpret their literature and come up with the correct inferences. You know, the science changed over time. And every time there was a definitive statement, within a few days or a few weeks, there were new data coming out, particularly with respect to treatment. Listen, we noticed that as civilians. I think by the time though, his book comes out November 3rd, I know it's all about July 6th with you. <laughs> but as by the time his book comes out on November 3rd, I think he's going to be totally disgraced. 
I do, I, too. Before, unlike Cuomo, he got it right after. He's going to get it before. I do, too. And that advance, whatever he got, I, I hope it wasn't more than what I got for How I Saved the World, because that's a disgrace. Dude, is it a very similar book? Yeah, well, mine's longer. Mine's 300 pages. His is only 80. His is 80. Yeah, I mean, doctor, schmockter. But you're right. So it it wasn't just um, he was following the science and the science developed. He was getting emails from scientific leadership saying it looks like the sequence never mutated. It looks like this was manipulated. And then he got on a conference call with these scientists. They did a 180 and put out a paper and says, no, 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 it came from an animal. So he was actually – it was a scientific conspiracy to then block scientific research into the truth. All right. I got to bring you to something else that's driving me nuts what I have not been able to focus on, and that is I do fear uh, Joe, Joe Biden's foreign policy instincts and track record. There's two things I worry about. This climate change agenda that's destroying our energy, our fossil fuel, uh, which has been literally the engine of our economy, this hydro uh, – the – the uh, fracking that has allowed us to to ship and use natural gas, and of course the oil, the drilling that's been taking place, he's getting rid of all of it. Page six of the Wall Street Journal today. Not only is China not doing that, they say they're more moving away from whatever they agreed to on the Paris climate change. They said their focus is going to be on reviving their economy. That's what our focus should be. This is President Biden saying to an audience in England. What his Joint Chiefs of Staff are telling him, cut three. We must all commit to an ambitious climate action if we're going to prevent the worst impacts of climate change limiting global warming warming to no more than 1.5 degrees Celsius. Lead the global global transition to clean energy technology. You know, I went over in the tank in the Pentagon when I first was elected Vice President, President Obama. Military sat us down. Let us know what the greatest threat facing America is. The greatest physical threat. This is not a joke. You know what the Joint Chiefs told us the greatest threat facing America is? Global warming. I, I'd fire them all. I would say, listen, is that true? Do you guys all, okay, you're all gone. I don't believe Hand that. Handing uniform. I don't yeah. believe the Joint Chiefs told them that. I think he made it up. He better have. I think he made it up. That would be actually the good side of this story. And I thought the biggest threat was white supremacy. Right. You Wasn't that the straight. biggest threat? I forgot. And then last year it was Russia. Right. And then it was China. So, like, every other week it's a different threat. So he, instead of, after the first hack, this is the message Vladimir Putin is sending us, and he's representing us. After the first hack, they were so scared about uh, retribution, they hit us again from the same country. This time, first they got our uh, our uh, oil and gas, then they got our meat. Right. All right. Then they said, you know, human rights is going to come up. Navalny's health matters to us. You know what they said? His organization is now illegal. There's no sign he's ever going to get out. They also arrested two more dissidents in the meantime. These are messages sent to Joe Biden to make him uncomfortable. This is a quote from their foreign minister in, uh, on the doorstep of their meeting uh, in Vienna in a few days. This is a disaster. Uh, Joe Biden has to defend big beef. In the United States, big beef and big oil. It's barbecue season, Brian. We need to be able to barbecue this beef. I would, if I were the president, right before I sat down with Vladimir Putin, I'd have the Defense Department launch a cyber attack on Rosneft, the big oil company right there. So he finds out during the meeting that the biggest oil company in Russia just got hacked. And then afterwards, I'd say, we're going to now re-up on all the military package to Ukraine. 
big satellite imagery shipment. I, I, I'd lock in with all the tactical armaments because they have snipers in the east that are crushing the Ukrainians. And, and that's what I do. I'd sandwich Putin with those two deals and I'd, I'd, I'd force him to say next attack from Russian soil on America, I'm holding the Kremlin personally responsible. All right. Am I overstating when I say Kamala Harris had a disastrous two-day trip? <laughs> I think that's about right. I mean, totally but did you have any, with the issue. What were your expectations, though, Brian? I mean, well, did you really think she was going down there to solve problems? She's buying time. She doesn't want to go to the border. She doesn't want photographs of her with border agents at a wall praising Border Patrol agents. She wants to run for president one day. That'll just be an ad against her by someone like AOC that can say, you know, she's tough on immigrants. She's mean. She's nasty. She's pro-Border Patrol. She doesn't want those images out there. So she's doing – she's tap dancing and avoiding the problem. All right. 180,000. Do you know what that number is? That's, yeah. that's who have crossed the border in May. 173 the month before. The problem is the, 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 the problem's getting worse in real time. It's not like, how did you handle that when you first kicked off and all those kids were coming across, dropped over a wall? It's actually still happening. What did we open up to it this week on Monday? A five-year-old walking around by herself in front of the wall, and then you see a border agent grabbing him. One of these images would have been the image we never forgot about Trump ingrained in our minds and our psyche forever. So she's got an unfolding problem, and I just see Henry Cuellar today called on Biden and Harris to let the local people, let the, let the local residents understand that you care and come down to the border. Cuellar, I don't need to tell you, a Democrat. I think, that, I think they're going to have a hard time outrunning this problem. Well, you know, it gets really hot in the summer, so this migration pattern's naturally going to die down. So they'll just pat themselves on the back and claim that they fixed it. But it's just going to be just as bad next year because they're not changing any of the policies. I think they're going to get rocked in the midterms. Immigration's a hot-button issue. You think People this mayor race— I think it's a harbinger of things to come. People are upset about it, especially people in Texas. They're trying to turn Texas blue, Brian. That's what they're trying to do. Right, but it's going the other way right now. And here's the other thing. Well, But but politically right now it's going the other way. But if you get hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants pouring into Texas and it's a, a lot of women, you know, they have babies. They're going to if they get amnesty, if they get asylum, they're going to vote Democrat. First year generation immigrants always vote Democrat. That's the game. They're going to suffer early uh, short term consequences. But long term, if they turn Texas blue, forget about it. You'll never have another Republican president. Just remember, there's also a story they call Rove underlined, I think, uh, uh, be uh, wrote about. And it was the facts reveal that more and more Hispanics are going to Republicans. And that is a well, fascinating it's, it's development. Still, it's still 70, 30. I'd like to get it to 60-40, but it's still not a good ratio right now. And by the way, they're not uh, – do you say women have babies? Uh, birthing people. Thank Excuse you. me, Brian. Thank you. I know you're very politically correct. If Joe. you don't mind, I have an audience. <laughs> uh, listen, when we come back, yes. uh, uh, Jesse wrote a book. He's done with it. You're done with it. Right? I'm done with it. July 6th, it's going to be available to the masses. And he uses words like harbinger, which you just used on our show. <laughs> We're going to get the details of that when we come back. Then you have the five to do. Yes. And then you have to take command of your pregame show for your show that tapes tomorrow that airs on Saturday. Water's World. Water's World. That's right. Based on you. Based on me. Back in a moment. We're back, everybody, uh, from New York, around the country, around the world. Jesse Water's going to be doing the five in a few hours. But, Jesse... Uh, I have not seen your book yet. I've had, I know you have fun talking about it. Uh, How I Saved the World. It's not out for July until July 6th, but can you give me an idea of what to expect? Well, we're getting a shipment in, and so we're going to get you a copy next week. 
Right. At about 65 copies, you're going to get one of them. Gutfeld's going to get one of them. Right. Will, so, will I get it first? I will make sure Johnny gets you the first copy. Right. So you remember my story. I started off in the basement of Fox, and then all of a sudden I'm a big smash hit all across the world. Right. The world. Might be overstating. You weren't in the basement. I, yeah, no, I was in the newsroom. <laughs> oh, okay. That was in the basement. All right. Yeah. You were still a big shot. C1. Then. C1. And so my job was to do intake, which means they give you tapes, and then I had to label the tapes with a Sharpie. It was like arts and crafts. Right. So that's where I started, Brian. And then I got on the factor, and then I was bothering everybody so much in the pod that Bill sent me out of the building to go bother other people. And, and that, what would he say? This is what I want. Well, no at, at, Bill O'Reilly. At, at first, I was supposed to ambush bad judges that were giving soft sentences to sex offenders. So okay. I'd hide in the bushes and jump out at unsuspecting judges and, 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 and say, How, have you no shame? And things like so that got me that got me prepared for live television because you can't screw up when you're doing an ambush. You only get one shot. Right. And then eventually Bill said, Jesse, I want you to go out in the street and I want you to find out how much people know. And it turns out they know very little about. <laughs> so history I would, yeah, or news. So I would go out. I would go out to the beach, Jones Beach, July 4th. And I would say, you know, who did America fight in the Revolutionary War? And people would say China. <laughs> Or I would say, I would say, who did America fight in the Vietnam War? And they'd say, South Korea. <laughs> <laughs> so he used to send me all over the country. We used to go to cannabis conventions, mushroom festivals. So did you go back and look at those tapes to remind yourself what you were so doing? So it's back all then? on the internet. So I would go back. I'd look at all the footage, and so I would. Go, I went to the border. You know, I went to Miami and I went to all these places and I have all these great stories about going to nude beaches or going to the south side of Chicago and things like that. So as I'm telling hilarious and very self-deprecating stories about me kind of failing from city to city, I splice in my commentary, which you see on the five, about, you know, violence in the inner city or mm-hmm. the war on women or, you know, the, the global warming hoax. You know, my parents would send me to these outdoor wilderness survival schools right. where I'd have to, you know, take a matchbook and a knife and survive for three days by myself. Without any gel? Without any <laughs> hairspray. Yeah. No, hairspray attracts gnats. You oh, can't you have hairspray can't out have there. that. Did not know. So, you know, I didn't shower for a whole month, Brian, out there. Is that we true? Used to, yeah, we used, to, we used to wipe with sticks. What about a lake? Is there a stream? Yeah, we'd jump in the lake, oh, okay. but there's no shampoo out there. Oh, okay. You know, I thought there I was. Buy, there's no Vidal Sassoon dispenser. No dispensers? No dispensers. That's so weird. So, yeah, what I, I tell these stories, but as I tell these stories, I talk about, you know, politics. And, you know, when the president invited me to dinner at the White House, I tell about that. Things that people have never heard before. And do you feel as though this could create controversy? Do you see a movie? Do you think this is going to help or hurt your career? I think financially it will help my career, <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I believe I, – I, I had a tough time getting it through Fox News PR. Why? It took a while. Because? There, there were some things in there that I think that they were not thrilled with. There was some editing that had to be done. I mean the book probably should have come out in February. <laughs> now it's come out in July. There were some extra edits that had to be done because, you know, we used to go to war with these reporters. You know, I, used to, I, I got into fights with, with people – at the White House Correspondence Dinner. I was there. You know, uh, Jeffrey Immelt used to, you know, send spies to my house. Did not know that. Yeah. like The th- former chairman of GE. You know, I, I, I was hated by George Clooney for when I confronted him at the, at the red carpet at the Academy Awards. These are the stories that I've never told. 
And now we will tell them in How I Saved the World, which is due out July 6th. You can pre-order it. Not at Amazon. If you don't like Amazon, go to HarperCollins.com. All right, or go up to Jesse in the street and say, can I be, have one of the free 65 books? <laughs> Why does Kill Me get a free one? 64 now. Kill 64. Me has the first one. And are you going to make up with Cooney, yes or no? Uh, I'm open to it. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.